0: We thank you, God, that your glory is here, your presence is here, just like you promised living God. God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, your promise has been fulfilled, you have come near. You came in Jesus in the fullness of your being. We thank you, Lord. And through Jesus, you opened up the way so that your spirit could be poured into your people, to all who turn to you, to all who put their trust in you we thank you for making your dwelling among us and you are here we thank you living god we thank you lord Uh, we ask that you continue to blow maybe less wind but more the wind of your spirit lord god in our hearts and minds this morning we love you we thank you for this time amen Amen. all right go ahead take a seat so glad you're here like you are resilient you are some tough church goers Right on. We're going to start today. Um, Donna's going to read for us from the Word of God and I'm going to uh, first set up this way. We've been in the Sermon on the Mount and part of the thing that Jesus is doing here is helping us learn how to be his followers. What it looks like to be part of his kingdom, his sons and daughters who are now following him on the path to life. And along the way he teaches us how to pray, right? Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your kingdom come, your rule and reign come on earth here as it is already in heaven, in our lives now as it is already in heaven, right here now as it is already in heaven. And God reveals his will, one of the primary ways he does that is through his word. So we're going to go into the word together, our passage today in the word is Matthew 7, 7-14, 7-14, through 14, and Donna's going to read that for us.
1: Thank you. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. For everyone who seeks, finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Yes. Which of you, if your son asks for a bread, will you give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will you give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will our Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. For this sum up the law of the pro- and the prophets. Enter through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate, and broad is the road, and leads to destruction, and many enter through it. But small is the gate, and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few find it.
0: This is the word of the Lord. Amen. Yeah, that's what we do. We say amen after that. Right on. Thank you, you, Donna. Hey, all right. Now, any words in there that stood out for you? What are some words that you heard that kind of stuck in your ear a little bit? Yell it out. Narrow. 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 Say it again. Yeah, knock. Given. Give Ask. Seek and find. Yes. Narrow. Do it to others. There's a lot in there. Right? It sounds like a big invitation, right? Seek, find, ask, come in. Now, maybe this is a reflection on who I am, but the the phrase that stood out to me is good gifts. Good gifts. Anybody else? Come on. One person, good gifts. Yeah, all right. Yes, there we are. All right, good gifts. Two times in that passage, listen to Jesus again. Verse 11, if you then, though you are evil... That kind of hurts. That stings a little bit. Know how to give good gifts to your children. Let, let's look at that. If you then, though you are evil, then Jesus is, that's kind of insulting. Uh, but, you know, at first glance, it's insulting. Jesus does not shy away from this. Uh, he kind of brings the hard truth sometimes. But compared with God Most High, our Heavenly Father, yeah, we're kind of evil, right? Fair? Legit? Uh And apart from God, apart from His work in our life, His presence in in our lives, His work in making us new and His Spirit in us, apart from Him, I, I'll talk about myself, I am capable of all kinds of evil. Humanity is capable of all kinds of evil apart from God. All right, but that's not the big point today. All right, verse 11, If you then, though you're evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven Give good gifts to those who ask him. Wow, that sounds like opportunity for us. Invitation to us to receive some good gifts from our Father. That's your fill-in number one. I don't want us to miss it because I think we miss these gifts a lot. Fill-in number one is our Father, our Heavenly Father, has good gifts. Not just some lame kind of like, oh, I just had to buy you a gift kind of gift. Hope you like it hope it fits. No, good gifts. Now, what is a gift? A gift is just something unearned, undeserved. Sometimes it's a surprise that you get. It's it's so fun, right? It's so great to get a gift. So the mixer question was, what good gift did you receive recently? Uh, For me, it was a picture from Toby Fry, who is a seven-year-old. I'm pretty sure that's right. Seven-year-old Toby Fry. Their family's been with us for six years. And uh, this kid, man, he, he wrote me a letter with a picture. It's so fantastic. Afterwards, come on up and get a closer look. I'm going to read it to you here. Dear Pastor Wayne, thank you for working so hard for the church. Preach it, Toby. And you are You are a great pastor. I'm reading verbatim. This is, you can check it out. And you are so good at preaching. All right, from Toby. And I've got yellow shoes on. And everybody, the church there, you're all smiling. This is so great, man. Like, Toby's my new favorite kid who's not my real kid. My new favorite kid. The rest of you kids, you need to up your game a little bit. Toby's the marker now. That is a great gift. It just came to me. Jonathan Fry texted it to me. texted me the picture. It It was great. Made my day. Even though we are evil, except for Toby, even though we are evil, apart from God and his rescue work in our lives, even though we do evil things sometimes, right, even those of us have been made new, God our Father has good gifts for us. What kind of gifts does God our Father have for us? What kind of gifts? What are we What's Jesus talking about here? Give me an example. Good gift from God. Forgiveness. I heard mercy. Healing. Healing. Love. Peace. Strength. Wind. Grass, breath in our lungs, lots of good things. I'm going to start with, besides creation, which is big, right? I'm going to go to the the next mega gift from God. John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, stay dead, stay separated from God, but have the gift of eternal life. That's a big gift. His son. I love this guy. I'm not going to give him away. God gave his son. Now, what did Jesus, the son of God, do? What did God, the son, give us? What was Jesus' great gift? 1 Peter 2, 24. He, Jesus himself, bore our sins, your sins, in his body. In his body cross with his blood with Jesus' blood he purchased us for God and freed us from our sins big gift mega gift super gift now what did we deserve for our sins Jesus was already straight with us man you have some evil tendencies you're evil you can be evil what do we deserve for our sins? What, what do we deserve? What's the word of God say? Death. Death. The wages of sin is death, and that death of continued separation from God. The wages of sin is death. It doesn't end there, though. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. Big gift. Big gift. Thank you, Lord. The punishment for sin is death. But Ephesians 2, 4 through 5 says, because of his great love for us, undeserved, unearned, initiated by God, because of his great love for us, God who is rich in mercy made us alive. We were dead in our sins. Made us alive with Christ. Even when we were dead in our sins, it is by grace, that word means gift. It is by grace, God's gift you have been saved if you've turned to Him and received that gift. Amen. Mega gift. Now it's weird, like, cause you know most parties that I go to and, and Christmas time, when do you give the mega gift? At the end, right? You know, you get the little gifts. Start with the stockings. Let's go Christmas, right? Start with the stockings, and then you get into the bigger. And then if there's a mega gift, it's at the end. Okay? Not Jesus. Not God. He launches off. He starts with the mega gift. Isn't that cool? He gives it to us first. And he doesn't stop there. It's just the beginning. When you receive that gift of salvation, of reconciliation with God, coming to him, he then invites us to receive more good gifts. It's just the beginning. He's got good gifts for us this side of heaven as we pass through this chopped up, shot up world. He's got gifts for us here. And he's got some glorious, indescribable, no ear has heard, no eye has seen types of gifts to come in that new heaven and new earth. We have a generous God and I can't wait to unwrap them all. God has more for you. God, your loving Father, has more for you. He's not a stingy guy. He's got more to give you, more for you to find, more doors to open for you, for you to go through. But here's the deal. Not all of us who are in Christ will receive those gifts because those gifts are only for those What did Jesus say? For those who ask him. Right? For those who ask. For those who seek. For those who knock. That's the second part of your fill-in. Our God, our giving, loving God and Father has good gifts for you. For those, more specifically, who ask him. And listen, not all of us ask. Not always asked. How much did you ask him this week? How much did you seek him this week? How many times did you knock on his door this week? This month? This past year? Uh, that's where I stopped. I'm like, man, there's like this huge invitation here. And I'm thinking, I'm I'm missing out. What am I doing? How many good gifts, good open doors did you miss? Did I miss this past? week, month, decade, because I did not ask Him, because I did not seek Him first, because I did not knock on His door. Today, through His Word, God, your loving Father, Jesus, your Savior, the one who laid it down for you, is calling you and me to repent, to turn away from, to turn off that old broad road that leads to destruction. What is that road? It's the road of living your life without asking God, without seeking Him, without turning to Him, without going to Him. It's going through your week, your day, your years without seeking His input, His gift, His wisdom. Going on as though you're not united to God. Going on as though uh, we, just, we forget to go to Him. For me, my default is to figure it out on my own, to ask hundred other people before I ask God, to seek it on Google, to whatever it is, like seek many sources, knock on other doors. Jesus is like, ask, seek, knock on the door of your Father, go to Him, go to Him first. The old broad road that leads to destruction. From the very beginning, Genesis 3, They have everything. God has more for them. A snake comes in, lies to them. All they had to do is say, wait, let's hold on, Adam and Eve. Let's hold on. Let's talk. Let's talk to God. Let's ask him about this wily, creepy snake over here. Abraham. What did Abraham do? Abraham and Sarah. They're like, man, this promise of a child is a long time coming. Maybe we should figure this out on our own. Maybe we should knock on Hagar's door. What happened there? The seed was sown for the the destruction we're continuing to see, this tension between Ishmael and Isaac. It's wild, right? That is the old broad road to destruction, and many, most are on it. I was definitely on before I came to the Lord, but then now that I'm in the Lord, I still forget. We forget. We're self-reliant. We tend to do things on our own. We tend to look to each other first. We tend to rely on conventional wisdom, and God's there the whole time just waiting for you to ask, seek, and knock. Our Father God, our loving God who's demonstrated his love for us concretely in flesh and blood on that cross, if you ever doubt it, is, has more gifts for you. Good gifts for those who ask him. Gifts that will make you flourish. So let's get on, this is number two. So let's get on the new road. Brothers and sisters, let's do this. Let's do this together in our teams and our small groups in our huddles, in our day-to-day, in our families, in our marriages. Let's get on the new road to flourishing, to ask God, seek God, knock on His door. That's the new way. The broad old path to destruction, we spent enough time on that. Let's get on that narrow road that leads to life. Dependence on Him, quick reliance on Him. Ask God, seek God, knock on his door. How often? Eh, once in a while, you know, maybe for the big stuff. Is that what Jesus is saying? He's like, go. I'm going to say habitually, right? Let's ask God, seek God, knock on his door. Habitually, regularly, routinely, as we go through our day. That's the opportunity for us. He's going to open up some stuff for you and me. He's going to present you some gifts that you did not know were there. Let's go to him habitually. Let's go to him first. That's the other thing I want to add there. It's like, first, Wayne, go there first. Stop wasting time. Go to the source, man. He's brilliant. He's wise. He's loving. He knows what I cannot see. So I was practicing this a little bit this week. Little examples uh, where I, I asked God, and I feel like he showed up, you know, and I actually remembered to thank him. One, a friend of mine had a um, physical therapist appointment. We went in. This person was dealing with some vague pain. Just wouldn't go away. And um, they had seen a physical therapist before, and so we we're going to see it again. And, you know, and my prayer was, God. I'm asking, seeking, knocking. Help them know exactly what it is so we can fix this. And that's exactly what happened. This physical therapist knew what they were doing. They really worked on this person and and isolated it specifically, unmistakably, the issue. And now this person's working on it. Good deal. I asked this morning, no kidding, I didn't ask this morning, but I asked for this morning that this grass would be dry because it's never dry. I did not ask for the wind, but I did ask for a dry grass. Hey, I'll just say thank you, Father. When in doubt, thank God, right? All right. When you do what Jesus says, that's what the Sermon on the Mount is all about. When you follow Jesus... When you begin to trust him and do what he says, you will find out some things. When you you do what he says and you ask him more, if you seek him more, you you knock on that door more, you're going to find out some things. So I'm a week ahead of you on the homework. Homework in the best sense of the word. Um, And so here's some things that I found. You'll probably find some more, but these are the things I found. Number one, first fill in, ask, seek, knock equals ASK, which says what? Isn't that brilliant? Wow. I was, because I, sometimes I have to slow down, to slow myself down, to get my scattered brain focused, I need to journal. So I was slowing down, and I was doing that, and I kept writing, asking, no, I was like, hey, hey. We got a little acronym here, ask. OK, so then I was like, well, I wonder what, it's, what it is in Greek. Did you know that those three words are alpha, kappa, no, alpha, zeta, kappa. What does that spell? Azk. Isn't that great? But of course, someone's going to say, well, Jesus, he spoke, you know, Hebrew, Aramaic. What about that? doesn't work out in those languages. So, okay, that's number one. Number two, you're going to find out that God speaks. Our living God speaks. The voice of Jesus is there for you to hear. He's not a silent God. He's not a dumb idol. He's the living God who speaks. He wants to help you learn his voice and know his voice. I went to God this week at some point because I was anxious about some scenario going on. I just felt anxiety. So I was like, I'm on the ask, seek, knock thing. So I'm just going to go to the Father. And I was asking for peace. I was asking for relief from this. But as I did that, you know, God brought something to mind. God spoke. And the, the message was, your job is not to please everyone, Wayne. It's to do what pleases me. To seek me and obey that is a good job, and your praise is for me, and it will be a true blessing, an actual gift to others. It's not what I went in for. It's not what I asked for. It's, it's a repeated message in my life. It's a repeated theme that God's been, like, gently reminding me of, and there it was. God speaks. When we listen, when you listen, when you give yourself space, when you go to him, when you listen, God will speak. Is that true? Anybody else experience? God speaks. God brings things to mind. Listen to that voice. Listen to that small voice. Hold on to it. Trust it more and more. Live into it more and more, and see where it opens the door, where it leads you. Now, the other experience I had this week is, I went to the DMV. My son, he, it was, it was time for him to get. His written test for his uh, driver's permit. We drove here this morning. He drove here this morning, first time on the freeway. Yeah, he did a good job. Yes, um, but we're there, and you know, we're there. We're waiting. We, you know, we get to the counter, and the DMV person was less than friendly. And it just, I don't know what it was. It just set me off. I went from zero to 100. Like, it just really got to me really quickly. And I was just, like, wrestling with it. And I was trying to be as nice back as I could. Because you're supposed to overcome evil with good. And I was trying. And I wasn't succeeding. And then I had to go to my car to get something. She told me to go get something. And... Um, on the way out, I'm like I'm I'm kind of saying some spicy things under my breath. It was not pretty. It was not good. And I'm, I'm I'm working on this, and I'm mad, and I'm just Matthew. At the end, you know, as we drove away, he was like, "She wasn't that bad." And I was, like, and then I was mad at him for saying that. <laughs> but I I uh, I got in. I got back to work, and you know I'm I'm in it. Sometime I'm praying. And I get close to God, and God's like, you got to deal with that garbage, Wayne. Right? There was, there, so sometimes when you go to God to ask, seek, and knock, you got to get the garbage out. God's like, before we go into that, let's deal with this. Lord, forgive me, man. Soften my heart. Help me. I don't know why I was so like angry at that. Like, change me. I had, we dealt with that, and then we got into business together. All right, so sometimes that's going to happen. God's going to speak. God's going to highlight something for you to deal with. So you've got to deal with it first if you want to get those good gifts. Now, quick note on God Speaks. I did put some books on the welcome table. There's this cool little book from this missionary woman. Uh, it's an old book. It's really fantastic. If you're kind of like, man, I want to learn how to listen to God better, uh, grab one it's uh, enjoy it and if you experience something let me know or if you have questions about that let me know all right so God speaks that's number two when you ask seek knock you're going to find out that it spells ask Woohoo! and you're going to find out that God speaks what else number three you're going to find out sometimes that God is asking you what do you really want it's interesting how God, you know, he doesn't need you to go to him and tell him what you need because he already knows. But he does that because when we go to him, when we pray, when we talk to him, when we uh, spend time with him, he works in us. It, it, we're the beneficiaries here. And a couple times I felt like God was saying this, what do you really want here? Under those surfacey, flighty wants, you know, I want relief, I want, you know, whatever it is. What do you really want, Wayne? God is getting into my heart of hearts, you know? And um, I started praying, you know, feeling some fatigue. Uh, I was just kind of like cloudy. I just went to God. I asked, I was going to ask for, hey, help. I need a little fire, a little ignition, please, this morning. And uh, But what came to mind was, what do you really want? What do you really need? What's what's going on? And I realized that I was kind of worried about one of my kids. And God just brought me into this time of praying for my kids. I prayed for them. God, draw them close. Help them know you are with them. Help them want what is good and true and want you. I just started, moved into this time of prayer with God. That's what I really wanted. I didn't know I wanted that at that time. God uncovered it. He led me into that, prayed for my wife, prayed for some friends, prayed for some of you. It's pretty cool. God does this when we go to him. You know, the other other obstacle here is is time where we we think we're too busy. You know, I have time to go talk to the creator of the universe who loves me uh, and wants to help me which is absurd, but we do this. All right. So the opportunity for us. Get off that uh, old, broad road to emptiness, destruction, giftlessness, and get on that narrow path of asking, seeking, knocking, habitually, doing that first. So you go into this, and then maybe one or two of you are thinking, okay, but what about, right? What about that thing I asked for. I've got a couple examples here. Let's just say, hey, I'm praying for peace in the Middle East, peace in Ukraine, peace in the world. Why isn't God doing that? I'm asking for it. Seems like a good thing, right? The answer, of course, is yes, it's a good thing. Jesus, the Prince of Peace, wants that, and he's actually bringing that, but not in the way that you may be thinking. The way God is bringing peace in the world is how? How's he doing that? God wants peace. He's actually doing it. In him, in Christ, through the gospel. When people turn to Christ, when people submit their lives to him, they become reconciled to one another because that's what the Prince of Peace calls us to do is to forgive, to stop going eye for eye to get out of that crazy destructive cycle and to lay it down and to surrender and turn the other cheek and love your enemy and do good to those who hate you, bless those who persecute you. That is the way of peace. God's making peace. God's got this global multi-ethnic family from all different political backgrounds, religious backgrounds, ethnic backgrounds. He is binding us together in one family in Christ. It's happening. We're part of it. That is the way of peace. God is making peace. So that's one example, but what about? Another example, I have a good friend. He's got terminal cancer. It's not a question of if, but when. Alright? Now, along with the Spirit of God, that diagnosis for him is what actually prompted him to start seeking God. God. It lit a fire under him to seek God, and now he's born again. We got the joy of seeing that happen. Thank you, Lord. And I like this guy. He's, he's in this time. He hasn't been a believer long, but in this time, he's becoming an even better man, better father, better boyfriend, better follower of Jesus, and he's in pain. And it's hard, and I want God to heal him, and he wants God to heal him. And we've asked God, we've sought Him, we've knocked on that door, wanting God, our loving Father, to open up that door to healing. And He hasn't. He has not. He might still, but He hasn't. And He might not, this side of heaven. So what do we do with that? You know, we were talking about this, we were wrestling with this. So what did we do? We asked. We asked God. We brought it to God. We didn't try to, you know, theolo- theologize it ourselves. We went to God, and that prayer team, what time, what came to our minds, was another word, another good gift. The word to my brother was, "You are mine. You are secure in me. Whatever happens, trust me." I shared that word with him. It landed on him. He was like, "Yes." And then, you will be healed. You will be healed one day. That's the promise. Not necessarily this side of heaven. You will be healed. Live well now. Live well now. It's not the gift we wanted, but it's a good gift. It's the good gift. God knows it all. God sees it all. He knows where he's bringing us. A lot of times the, the what about God, what about this, is trust me. And in that turmoil, in that frustration, ask him, what good gift do you have for me, Father? What's your word to me in this? He was ready to speak to you. All right. Just note this. Jesus did not say, ask and you will receive what you asked for. Right? I kind of wish it did. Uh, Jesus did not say seek and you'll find what you are looking for what you think you need knock on the door that you want to be open will be open for you I know there's some doors that I wanted him to open that I'm thankful that he did not open God loves you and me too much to just give you and me what we think we need he's your loving father he knows best he sees it all God never promised to cushion you and me or relieve me from every hardship this side of heaven. He said, in this world you'll have much trouble. God has promised to work for the good of those who love him, who turn to him, who ask, who seek, who knock. And he will bring good out of that hard thing. He does. Over and over again. Again, these good gifts are for those who ask him. So let's do that together. We've talked about it for a while. Let's do that together. Um, Yeah, let's do it like this. I'm going to, I'll start off here. If you're, like you're hearing this today, and if you're hearing this, and first of all, you don't have that mega gift. You don't have that gift of salvation. You're hearing this, and you are outside of God's kingdom. You're like, but you're drawn. Maybe God's calling you. If you feel that God is calling you, then during this last song, I want you to come up. The prayer team's gonna be up here. Ask for it. Ask for that gift of salvation. Don't miss it. Today is the day. Now, if you've already received that gift of salvation, today is Jesus saying, I got more for you. I got more for you. So let's stand together and I'm gonna launch this off, but I'm gonna, if you have something that you want to ask out loud just raise your hand. I'm going to run to you and we're going to use this little mic, uh, do a little open response time here. Okay? Let's let the Holy Spirit come and lead us. Living God, we come to you, loving Father, we turn to you now. With our ask, we, we ask, we seek you, we are knocking on your door. Holy Spirit, we ask you to come, help us to pray. Help us to pray. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, living God. Guide us, Jesus. If you have anything you want to pray out loud, just raise your hand. What an invitation. Ask, seek, knock. Hey, Marla. Lord, I thank you. And I pray for my granddaughter, Autumn, who's going through a lot of anxiety. And the parents are trying to do, but I just keep asking you, Lord, that you her peace and relief from what she's gone through. And I thank you for all your good gifts. Yes, Father, we ask for that in Jesus' name. Uh, My wife has been out of work for the last four months, and we continue to look for a job for her. And I ask that it's not just any job that it's the job that is hand-picked and molded uh, for God's mission and whatever that is. Yes, Father, we ask for that good gift in Jesus' name. Ask, seek, knock. Poor Wayne running around here chasing after us. Um, dear Father, I uh, I lift up our congregation. I ask that you would um, continue to, to convict us of any sins we have in our hearts. And um, lead us on the path to righteousness. Lead us uh, on that narrow path that leads to freedom in you, Jesus. Um, I just ask that you would convict me of any sins, convict anyone else here. Um, that has any sins on their heart, and that you would lead me and the rest of us
1: to repentance. In your precious name we pray.
0: Amen. Yes. Yes, Father, make us a church that asks you, that seeks, that knocks first. Yeah, Heavenly Father, I ask for my friend who is going through a difficult pregnancy right now, just ask for your comfort that you would give her peace in whatever happens and that you would show her your good gifts yes father we lift up your daughter to you lord living god ask seek knock it can be a silly thing it can be a small thing one more Jesus, I just ask you for the salvation, um, the replacement of a heart of stone to a heart of flesh for Annie and Jason and Catherine and David, Jessica and Paul, Wendy, Brittany, Emily, Sherry. Thank you, Lord, that you love them more than I do. We love you, Lord. We thank you, Father God, for this great invitation. Help us not miss it. Help us not miss any of your good gifts this week, Lord God. Help us be quick to go to you. Thank you for this invitation, Jesus. Amen.